Hello, my name is Seth Ashworth and welcome to my podcast, Questions You Never Thought to Ask. This week I'm talking to Ben Ma. In this series of interviews, I sit down with pro kayakers and ask them questions you never thought to ask. Originally created for YouTube, so sorry about some of the poor audio quality, these interviews are a light-hearted and fun look into the lives of some of your favourite kayakers. Okay, this week on Questions You Never Thought to Ask, I'm here with the kayaker that women want and that other men want to be, Ben Ma, um, man myth legend. Benny, we're just going to get right into it here. So let's talk about your bromance with Rush. Yes. Um, in his interview a couple weeks ago, he described it. I don't he described want to make your a relationship. habit of interrupting, but it's yes. his bromance with me. It's, anyways, continues. Okay, cool. Well, he described your uh, relationship as mutual disrespect and hatred towards one another yeah it's almost um, like what do you call it it's a man crush on his end directed towards this um but that said uh it's it's a humor dynamic uh built around insults and like a general hacking away at the ankles and knees of each other you must have to swipe pretty low down to get a rush his ankles and knees. Yes, I do have to uh, put some effort into mm -hmm. getting down there. I should start using a golf club. It would be easier on my back. Yeah. Um, but I think that's actually just whatever. That's how homies hang out. Right on. Um, so we did, I talked about rush about uh, the two of you getting married because I know you'd like to be, have a US passport and he'd like the Canadian passport. Yeah. Um, so my question really was, who would be the best man or woman at your wedding for you? Ooh, uh, yeah, that's a tough one. Mm -hmm. Can I just go? Can I just like work this out? So yeah, I mean, best, you have time. If, I don't know which. If I were to marry Rush for the convenience, let's of say the, hypothetically you're marrying him for the convenience of his passport, like yeah, in a sham and all the immigration money marriage in the house. Yes, he had us have a baller house. Yeah, I stay there sometimes. He kicked me out. Um, okay. Yeah, the best man list or w woman. I don't have a best. Just woman. give me like your top five. Dave, give, give us your rundown. Dave Newenhouse. Yeah. He'd be up there. Uh, Patrick Hamblin, Chris Grotman's, Maxi Niewasser. Uh, I mean, those ones popped out of my head first. Those are like Damn. really important people in my life. So I would pick one of them. Okay. Cool. Um, you're kind of a big a big freestyle paddler. Um, lots of people would say freestyle legend. Uh, you've definitely got your own style and you approach freestyle kayaking um, absolutely in your own way and you, you do stuff which is unusual, uncommon and kind of pushing the envelope a little bit of um, one aspect of, of freestyle paddling. Of front surfing. Of front surfing, yeah. You're, you're like really sick at front surfing. Yeah. Um, but we never ever really see you in whole boat competitions. Um, do you think they're a waste of time? Do you think the ICF style of freestyle is kind of killing freestyle? Uh, is that why you're not at any of these events? Like, we, we really never see you on that end of the, the freestyle spectrum. Um, what's up with that? Uh, I think the simple answer is that when I'm, I love kayaking, like, a lot. Like, everyone, the hundreds of people who may... Yeah, there's like 200 people. That hundreds or hundreds yeah. of thousands of... Yeah. And then uh, the 800 people who are going to be confused and click on it and then click off after a couple of minutes. Yeah, because so. they're like, wow, this is what yeah. the fuck is this? I do not care about um, <laughs> Yeah, but, like, I love it so much. And I used to live where we are now, Ottawa Valley, right next to the Ottawa River. I used to spend all my time here. There's waves, there's holes, whatever. But as, when I was a kid, you know, at McCoy's Rapid, the first rapid, you've got, like, whatever up top, quarter wave, 
seven eight hole or Joe's hole, whatever you call it, beaver, right side, left side, horseshoe, baby face. And I was trying to learn how to cartwheel. Like my biggest goal was to hit like seven ends. Cause when you hit seven ends, that was at least my mentors here. Like you hit seven, like you can cartwheel. Then I saw like the Island boys, which is like Hal Monkman, Patrick Campbell, Marlo Long, uh, the Monkmans in general starting to do like more aerial tricks. This is like right around when that's like coming into my awareness. Like you see the rap, the riot guys are doing aerial tricks. Uh, but then to see it in front of you, I just stopped trying to learn how to cartwheel. And it comes down to an enjoyment thing. Like I really, if the water gets low, like I'll go work on some cartwheels. Like we had an amazing hole at Dreamwave that Dane was doing like incredible shit in. And I go up there and cartwheel. It makes me happy. It's really fun. It's challenging. But it is not how I want to spend day after day after day after day. I'll surf like as long as I can. Like I stop surfing big waves because my body hurts, and then when it feels better, I go again. But I, that doesn't. I don't get that from surfing in holes, and that's the only reason why I don't do it. Uh, and I think something that's really cool that EJ said once is that if you think that freestyle, uh, what did he say? It was this wicked quote. Like if you think that freestyle is only progressing on big waves then you're not participating in every aspect of freestyle so it's just not for me I think it's super impressive and then ICF I don't really whatever like it's just a part of the sport that I'm not like super present in but it, it I don't think it's a good, bad thing at all people like it so they should do it yeah I mean that's yeah cool uh, let's move that along then we're going to talk about safety for a bit um, after the Pat Keller, Corey Sheehan blow up earlier this year uh -huh. that was pretty big on the Instagram and Bren had a 15 minute video um, with well presented arguments. I thought, thought it was 40 minutes. It felt like two hours to be honest. Like I, I, yeah. I watched the whole thing and I was like that is 15 minutes of my life I'm never going to get back although his arguments were well structured. Yeah. Um, anyway, should you always wear a life jacket and a helmet? Yes. In your younger days uh, there's a number of videos of you out there on the line, perhaps kayaking things which were significant, um, where you didn't have a life jacket or a helmet, or you were beer wolfing a beer, or some combination yeah. of all three of those things. Um, three beers. Three beers, yeah. So it's what's three. so now? Now you're older, you're more grown up. Are you coming down on the? You should always wear a life jacket. If you could go back and speak to your younger self, would you say, hey, no. don't do that? Like, I wouldn't uh, change anything that I've done, but I would always agree that you should wear a life jacket and helmet. I probably won't do that again. Uh, I say probably because there is like situations where I might just rip off half of my clothes, which is the safety gear, and go surf. But the it's like very unlikely. Why I did that was, I can't remember how old I was, but I thought it was cool. If the sensations, as far as like, the sensations of surfing don't change. The amount of water that touches your skin, that changes and it kind of feels cool, but that isn't, that is a different feeling. It doesn't, it is not worth the risks. And when I did that, I was underneath how I felt was I was underneath the protection of uh, kind of the people ab above me, if you will, in like the hierarchy that I felt like I was a part of. I didn't have any interactions with people about it. There was lots of, at that time, 
um, I don't even know if we were on like Facebook and shit, but it was like bo uh, the Boater Talk board, maybe it's called Boater Talk, and then we had one in Canada called Boatworks, so it would blow up on there. I wouldn't engage in any of it. Um, and I f basically did not feel that I was putting myself at extra risk, and there's two ways you can look at that. You can either agree or you can just take the point like you never know what's going to happen mm -hmm. and that is exactly true in whitewater in my opinion so i probably won't do it again and the other thing was i was at an age and at a point in kayaking or my career or whatever that i saw myself at a certain point not as like an influence on anybody which maybe it'd be accurate at the time but at this point like you can't if you want to be an influence or not like something that we were throwing around at the time was a travis pastrana quote which was i never said i was a role model so we'd be like what we never said we're role models but that's not a choice you're not you don't just decide like i am now a role model so i'll act a certain way like people either look at what you're doing and might try to mimic or emulate it or aspire to it or they won't but if there's a chance that someone will then i think you should be uh uh like showing, them, showing them the right, the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right on. Um, so let's talk about heroes and inspirations. And when I was younger, I watched the YGP movies almost without end. Um, like New Rain, still hands down one of my favorite kayak movies um, of all time. And watching videos like Stakeout that you were in and the, um, the Canada section of uh, Dream Result is one of the reasons how I ended up um, wanting to come to the Ottawa River and why I now live in Canada. Um, when you were growing up, what were what or who um, were the videos or the, the people that kind of expanded your horizons and uh, um, and your inspirations and, and heroes as, as a youth? I think that YGP or, was uh, a huge uh, one for me as well. What I didn't realize, because I was very tiny for a long part of my life, like I started growing when I was 17, so I thought that I was a lot younger than all the YGP guys. As I got older, I realized like they only had a couple years on me. Um, and my goal, like, in life was to be in a YGP movie. And it, the style of movies started to change. Like, I still want that. Like, Stakeout is kind of like that, but I still want to be in, like, a kayaker shred flick. Uh, so that's still a goal. But that's, like, was everything to me. I was like, I want to paddle with them. I want to be them. Whatever. But, like, further back, like, the first kayaking movie I got was, it's called um, Fallen Down. In that entire movie, I think only Clay Wright is the only person I've met from that, but that was like a gnarly Southeast Creaking movie. Um, but I grew up kayaking on a tributary to the Ottawa River and then on the Ottawa River. So my heroes were like Chad Hitchens, Kevin Verrett, Tyler Curtis, Ken Whiting, and Joey Hitchens is kind of like, he was a bit younger than those guys, but those are who I looked up to. And at a young age, I was able to like meet them, paddle with them, courses with them um and the movie play days is like ken whiting's instructional video that i don't know if you've seen it I've but it's it. like i don't know i there are things that are built into how i react to whitewater from that movie for cool. sure which is awesome okay let's change ears again what's the secret to a perfect quinoa salad rush's slam wrap um in the last episode of question and to ask said that Betty Ma had the recipe to the perfect quinoa I mean, salad. Sure. What, what, like, makes a perfect, can, what makes a perfect quinoa salad? Just uh, lay it on me. Bare bones. I think if you're... I don't eat very many quinoa salads. There's a lot of carbs in quinoa. Uh, 
if you're gonna if you have this goal of you want to make a perfect quinoa salad then you just need to make really good quinoa whatever you do after is going to be based on your own personal preferences but if you dial in the right proportions of water to quinoa and don't fuck with it when you're cooking it because opening up the lid is bad then you're going to have the perfect base of what you want to create into some sort of vibrant and multicolored salad so, so the perfect, perfect quinoa salad make good quinoa perfect quinoa yeah if you're like a butter eater fuck, throw some butter in it or coconut oil make sure it's all like slippery and then put it in the toppings that you want when i if i were to make a quinoa salad i would use oranges i like uh I like oranges and quinoa it's like nice texture change okay well that's the end of my kind of like pre-prepared questions i put it out there on okay. the instagrams and the facebooks um you know, what's up? If you got a question that you never thought to ask with Danny Marr, lay it on me. Anyway, I've just, I've, I've whittled it down to a few. I couldn't, we just don't have time to do them all. Okay. Um, so this first one's coming in from John J. Webster. He says, what do you think you would be doing if you hadn't started kayaking? Webster, if I hadn't started kayaking. Working at a gay bar. Uh, <laughs> one option. If I hadn't started kayaking, I never would have met Hal. I Hal, used to come work, in here. Come I on. used to work with Hal. He's concrete. YGP legend, how much? Go on, get, get on the couch, buddy. Uh, oh. I, I used to skateboard, but I wasn't like super good at it. If I hadn't been kayaking, maybe I'd still be canoeing because I started as canoe, like I do canoe trips. I did whitewater canoeing. I took courses. I could roll a canoe. It's pretty easy, actually. Canoeing's not that hard. I've done flat spins in them. Uh, but maybe I'd be a canoeer. Kind of suck. But I mean, I grew up in Ontario, like, so it's not like I was doing all, I went to school and then I stopped doing that. Dude, didn't know. you skateboard? Yeah, maybe you see it on my skateboarder. shins, it's all like, yeah. no, I wasn't good, I could, best well, thing I ever obviously did, you weren't good. Best thing I ever did was <laughs> like, like uh, a kickflip, a kickflip manual across a good fun box, that was the best trick I ever did. Right on, Evelyn Scott asks, uh, what's the worst part about living out of your car? Well, you actually have a sick truck, so I guess, what's the worst part about living out of your sick truck? Yeah, uh, Seth's just saying that because he recently acquired a similar truck. Uh, it is actually pretty sick. Uh, worst part, I mean, I've got like really good coolers now, so I can keep food longer. That's nice. That would have been a, a drawback. I can't sleep. I do sleep in the truck. I do. What's the worst thing about it? can't think of anything I love. It's not as good as my truck. That's the worst Honestly, part. Honestly, that's the worst part. I wouldn't it. trade really? I wouldn't is, trade my is... truck for your truck. You can pay me to you what? Can try pay me. That's <laughs> yeah. how you No, I don't know. I don't want like, What? What is it like a GMC? My truck is a Dodge Eco Diesel, which is very Eco Diesel would be nice because when it switches from like much. eight to four cylinders on the highway, yeah. that's pretty cool. It's very fuel efficient. Uh, better for the environment. It's a great question, Evelyn, but I just don't, nothing's come to mind and I don't want to draw this out too All much. All right, so. let's move it on then. Canavan93 asked, would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? One horse-sized duck. Okay. Axel Hovorka asks, uh, if you could be another pro kayaker, who would you be? Sven Lomler. Uh Patrick underscore kayak asks, really you have, uh, you've already brapped the stikine. Uh, are you planning to... What what's the limit for that? Are you gonna jive, mix master, triple X to keen? Like what what are we doing with that? Like where's where's the cutoff point? Jive is really good. I would rather just Or are we cut off? Is this, is I got this a triple X. Do we do we feel done with like I will, the I would, boats on I would do a uh, a playboat run if 
someone was into it. I don't know. I could probably take my carbon boat down and not hit any rocks. That would be kind of cool, but it would just be a lot of flipping and a lot of water in my nose. So I don't know. I did that because it's a sick big water boat. It wasn't like a, I need to take the raft down there, but any boat, like a ripper would be sick. Antics would be fun. I'm really excited to take the OG, honestly. Like that's going to be the sixth key boat. Uh, uh, last Probably question. Not, last question from uh, Bubbling Brook is who would win in a jelly wrestle between you and Rush? Uh, this person actually had a, like a couple other questions, but this was the only What's one. What's a jelly wrestle? Like if you were in like say a, a vat of Covered jelly, and then you had to wrestle one another, who would win? Uh, oh, that's just like a disturbing. With your thought. like giraffe like reach, or with Rush's like small Animalistic like stature, yeah, anger. power. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's uh, It'd be pretty gay. He's like more, it would be pretty, well. He's ben a he's fighter, in. you know. He's a racer. I'd just probably laugh and like, stop it. Get wrestled down. Stop it. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Rush can win, but that would never fucking happen. <laughs> um, Hal, you got any questions of Benny? And questions you ever thought to ask? What's the longest nose hair you ever pulled out of there, bud? <laughs> <laughs> Over a, a half one. inch. That's a good one. Yeah. Hal um, comments on my uh, parachute. Uh, he's got a huge nostrils, nostrils, which is an issue on stakeout. He should be sponsored for so like much. nose plugs or something. But no, I don't like wearing nose plugs. No, just keeps jamming his fingers up in there. Well, I guess with the bigger holes, it's easier to get more fingers. Yeah, up I use there. I use like yeah. this finger. I use this. No, I usually use this finger, which is nice. Like I don't have to use the little finger. I think we should just leave the camera rolling. Well, this has been questions you never thought to ask with Ben Maher and celebrity what? interviewer Hal Monkman. Uh, don't forget to hit subscribe, and we'll see you next week for. Um, more goodies. If you enjoy this podcast or my YouTube channel, please consider supporting it via Patreon. Find me at patreon.com slash Seth Ashworth.